Our faith often is met with doubt. Because of the experiences of life, doubt seems to creep in and we struggle to understand what God is doing in our lives. But we have faith in who He is. And we believe that God is, that He is the existing one. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1 says, In the beginning, God. And so we understand the fact that God is. And in verse 3 of Genesis chapter 1, that verse begins, Then God said. You know, we live in a time when writings are not trusted. History is nothing but a record of cultural prejudice having been written by history's victors. Writings are seen to have no meaning in themselves. Original intent is meaningless. Any value in historical writings is found only in what they mean to the reader. And it's the ultimate arrogance of this world and of our society. Any truth claim, particularly one about ultimate reality, is offensive to other people. Well, the Bible makes claims for itself, claims about life, about right and wrong, about reality. It purports to be the Word of God itself. Paul says it makes a difference in your life and how you live. Listen to what he says to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning at verse 10. You, however, have followed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions and sufferings that happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, and at Lystra, which persecutions I endured, yet from them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil people and impostors will go on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus." All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. You see, there is specific propositional content to the Bible. In Matthew 28, beginning in verse 18, the Bible says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. You see, Jesus puts forth very clearly the fact that he understands that his people are called to something. And so as he calls his disciples to listen to what God has to say, the reality is we must follow the commands of Jesus as well. And we must teach others to do the same. In John 14 and verse 15, Jesus there says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. You see, the Bible reveals that giving up our will for his will is a great challenge. The wise of the world have great difficulty. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Beginning at verse 18, Paul writes, Let no one deceive himself. 
If anyone among you thinks that he is wise in this age, let him become a fool, that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is folly with God. For it is written, He catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are futile. John Ortberg tells the story of three men who were in a plane. There was a pilot, a boy scout, and the world's smartest man. The engine fails, the plane's going down, and there's only two parachutes. The smart man grabs one, and he says, I'm sorry, but I'm the smartest man in the world. I have a responsibility to the planet. And he jumps out of the plane. The pilot turns to the Boy Scout and begins explaining how he has had a long, full life and how the Boy Scout still has his whole life ahead of him. He tells the Boy Scout to take the last parachute and live. Relax, Captain, the Boy Scout said. The world's smartest man just jumped out of the plane with my backpack. You know, our world is full of smart people jumping out of planes with backpacks. God has not made knowing Him difficult. Yet it seems that at times the most educated among us chooses the folly of their own wisdom. And the folly of our own wisdom is that we think too highly of it. You see, God has revealed Himself in Scripture. The Bible speaks to who God is. Leviticus 19 talks about the holiness of God. It tells us that God is holy And in fact, He wants His people to be holy as well. God gives us direction that we might be holy in order that we might be like Him. The Bible is a light for our path and a mirror into our soul. Psalm 119 and verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. James says in James chapter 1, beginning at verse 22, But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself, and goes away, and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, no but, a doer who who acts, but a doer who he acts, he will be blessed in his doing. The truth is, God's it Word, is truth, the Bible, is the, the very, very Word of God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, and verse 13, Paul says there, And we also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the Word of God, which you heard from us, You accepted it not as the word of men, but as what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you who believe. The Bible is indeed the very word of God. God has spoken, and he speaks to us in his word, but he has spoken to us in these last days through his son, Jesus Christ. What a blessing he is to us. God has provided for us a way to know who he is, to know about His nature, and to know what His will for our lives is. May we always look to His Word for our guide in life.